Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, March 20th. This daily podcast gives you news, culture, and hot topic issues from all across New York. And includes features and interviews exclusively from the WFUV newsroom. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Jay Doherty. And here are today's headlines. Donald Trump says he'll be arrested this week in Manhattan over his connection to a hush money scheme involving adult film actress Stormy Daniels. The former president is calling on his supporters to protest the arrest. So New York City officials are putting security plans in place ahead of a potential indictment. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg told his staff that the office won't be intimidated as it nears a decision on charging the former president. Safety plans include closing down several streets around the Manhattan Criminal Courthouse and blocking other sections with large trucks. Batteries used to power e-bikes have caused hundreds of fires in New York City over the past few years. Just this month, the batteries caused two fires, one of which was deadly. It's a big problem, Jay, and today the mayor signed off on a package of bills he says will do something about it. Faulty versions of these e-bikes and e-scooters and illegal electric mopeds are being leased, rented, and sold to New Yorkers. Many of these devices do not meet uh, the basic safety standards and contain uncertified lithium-ion batteries. This, that's the heart of this problem. Part of this new package requires all New York City e-bikes to have an official safety seal of approval. That's because some stores sell e-bikes with uninspected lithium-ion batteries. A final measure will require the FDNY to educate New Yorkers about the potential dangers of using these batteries. Spring officially begins tonight at 5.24 p.m. Today is also the vernal equinox. It's one of two days out of the year when day and night are exactly 12 hours in all parts of the globe. While spring brings warmer weather, there are some downsides to higher temperatures, namely global warming. A new report from the UN warns that if we don't take action now, the planet could be irreversibly damaged. The UN suggests all countries come together to collaborate on methods to improve climate conditions, and it's offering a timeline for getting it done. Local officials just launched a campaign to remind us why we love New York City. The We Love NYC campaign might be new, but its slogan might ring a bell with some New Yorkers. That's because it was adapted from the 70s-era slogan, I Heart NYC. The 70s campaign came while the city was dealing with a financial crisis. Officials say the new campaign and its nostalgic slogan will encourage New Yorkers to volunteer to help bring the city together. The city plans to use everything from Broadway stars to billboards to spread this new message. The campaign kicks off today as Mayor Adams and Governor Hochul join city officials in Midtown. The Sweet 16 for Men's March Madness is all set. What began as 68 teams has been narrowed down to 16, all just four wins away from claiming the national title. Being a Sweet 16 team is familiar for schools like Houston and UCLA, but analysts consider this position uncharted territory for schools like Princeton and Florida Atlantic University. The Sweet 16 will be held this Thursday and Friday, and the Elite Eight will go down over the weekend. You can see the full bracket at NCAA.com. And over the weekend, Taylor Swift kicked off her Eras Tour with a historic performance in Arizona. The setlist for the concert spanned all 10 of Swift's albums, featuring over 40 songs in a performance that ran more than three hours. Swift let off the concert with a bang with songs from her 2019 album, Lover. Fans say that was likely a nod to the Lover Tour, which was canceled due to the pandemic in 2020. The Eras Tour will make its stop in New York later this spring at MetLife Stadium, starting May 26th. 
Tickets quickly sold out, which will make the shows at MetLife the most attended concerts on our tour. And on this day in music history, an American icon returned to the recording studio. All the way back in 1960, Elvis Presley started his first music recording after being discharged from the U.S. Army. And that first session back in the States gave way to a hit record. After 12 hours in a Nashville studio, Elvis produced his number one hit, Stuck On You. When we think about guided tours in New York City, we often think of big bus tours that showcase attractions like Times Square and Rockefeller Center. But tour guide Kay Crombie shows off a different part of the city. WFUV's Cityscape host, Isabel Danzis, has more. The city asylums, which were here, and at Heart Island, just off the Bronx, it's the current Potter's Field for New York City. The reputation was so bad that it was decided in 1894 to hand over the responsibility of the city asylums to the state. That was tour guide Kay Crombie, standing near the East River in New York City. I'm on her Psychiatric History of New York walking tour. The Psychiatric History of New York is just one of Crombie's tours. Her other tours, Death in New York and Hellgate, all had the same sort of dark tone as the psychiatric history of New York. And then it just kept spiraling. I realized that I had a theme, and the theme was what the city doesn't want you to see. Crombie started researching these aspects of New York City's unglamorous past during the pandemic, which resulted in her book, Death in New York. Um, a lot of the islands in and around New York have a history of, of, of potter's fields and uh, psychiatric institutions. And so these places that I was exploring for the research for the book intersected with the history of psychiatry. And so that became a tour, The Psychiatric History of New York, which is also my next book. The Psychiatric History of New York tour takes place throughout the Upper East Side. But Crombie begins by the East River, where everyone on the tour can look out and see the deserted islands that used to be home to psychiatric hospitals. New York is a very compact city. I think you can still see and feel remnants of the past in, in close proximity. And so particularly with the way that that tour is, is laid out, uh, as you experience when you're standing on the East River, you're looking at the psychiatric islands of, of past and present. Then the tour moves into the streets of the Upper East Side. So William Payne Whitney, cousin of George, uh, he died in 1927 and bequeathed $20 million to have the Payne Whitney Psychiatric Clinic built. The neighborhood has a complex history with psychiatric care. And Crombie connects the dots between that past and other contemporary and sometimes controversial medical practices. The psychoanalytic explosion in New York City was, was pretty much centered initially on the Upper East Side. Um, and that led me down other avenues of uh, the pharmaceutical industry and the corruption within the pharmaceutical industry and also prescription addiction. And it, it, it bled into deinstitutionalization. I realized I could tell these stories in at different points within a walking distance. Crombie says that educating people about these lesser known aspects of New York City is important because it's important to her. I think it's it's just a selfish thing. It's important to me. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the things that I gravitate towards rather than general interest. And they're far more exciting because ultimately you're exploring the, the forbidden. Crombie says she's drawn to the darker aspects of history and finds that many people on her tours are too. 
good history is like listening to great gossip. And it's those darker aspects that that me and many other people are, are, are drawn to simply because they're not at the forefront of presentation. You have to dig a little deeper to find the more interesting aspects of history. And because of the gossip element of history, Crombie says she tries to sprinkle in historical tidbits about celebrities in her tours whenever she can. But by the 1930s, this was seen as the upscale alternative to, to Bellevue. And a couple of well-known people checked in, Marilyn Monroe, when she got divorced from um, uh, Arthur Miller, the playwright. According to Crombie, most of the people that go on her tours are New Yorkers. She says that since her tours are so niche, they help people connect with the city in a new way and show them a side they haven't experienced before. For WFUV News, I'm Isabel Danzis. That was WFUV's Isabel Danzis talking about the dark tours of New York. It's part of our long-running program, Cityscape, which aims to encapsulate the people, places, and vibes of New York City. And that's our show for today. I'm Jay Doherty. And I'm David Escobar. Check back with us tomorrow after 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.